Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Oh, hello, hello. Welcome back to my episode, my channel, my podcast, wherever you are consuming this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is going to be a little bit of a different topic, a topic that I really hope no one actually has to apply, which is weird to say, but it is true. Although this topic can be interesting and cool and like, hmm, that's good to know kind of topic, but I sure hope that you don't actually have to apply it because that implies that you're disabled, right? Because I'm talking about disability retirement. Now, if you haven't heard about disability retirement yet, under the FERS system, under working with the federal government, you are not under workers' comp. You might have heard of workers' comp or workers' compensation out on the private side. That's what they have for federal employees. It's a different system. It's disability retirement. So we're going to talk about kind of what it is, how to be eligible if you are eligible, and what uh, kind of payment, monthly payment you're looking for and going to going to get down the road. So let's jump right in. And that is with how can you be eligible for this benefit? Now, you have to have at least 18 months of credible service to be eligible for this. Now, that's not a lot, right? But you have to have at least 18 months where you're paying into the retirement system to be eligible for this. But that's not all. So you have to have a certain disability where your agency cannot make any accommodations for any other job that is in your same pay grade. Okay, they can't make any accommodations to make it work for you. If that is the case, you then would also have to not only apply for disability retirement with OPM, with FERS, with your agency, that kind of thing, you'd also have to apply for social security disability, okay? That is just one of the requirements. Now, not all federal employees that become disabled actually get Social Security benefits for disability, but you have to apply. Sometimes you still can qualify for the federal disability retirement, even if you aren't eligible for the Social Security disability, okay? But you have to apply. So if all of those things happen, then you can apply for, like I said, federal disability retirement. Now, a couple big things. You can apply while you're still in service or within one year of leaving service, whether you're let go or leaving whatever. Now, I would recommend that if you think this might apply to you, that you apply for disability while in service because that allows your agency the opportunity to make accommodations. That could be one pitfall. If you don't allow your agency enough time to make accommodations for you, then your application may be rejected. Now, also, let me see. Let me get my cheat sheet that I always have. Okay, yes. The next thing that you have to make sure that you do well and get very thoroughly documented is your medical condition where you have to have all the doctor's notes, all the documentation that thoroughly documents what is wrong, what accommodations have made, have it all very thoroughly documented and in your application 
so that it is clear to OPM what is going on and there's no ambiguity that things are clear and that'll give you the best chance of getting approved for federal disability. Okay, now let's say you're approved. OPM approves your application, you are now in disability retirement. Okay, I'm gonna go through a few things I have written down here that go through kind of what to expect and how your benefits are calculated and how it might change over time. Okay, so, I love my cheat sheet, it's great. Let's see. Okay, if when you are approved for disability retirement, if you are already over age 62 or eligible for an immediate retirement or an immediate annuity, then you would automatically just get what you would have gotten anyway from your pension. That's how it would work. Now, if that doesn't apply to you, if you are not over age 62 already and you are not eligible for an immediate annuity, then it will be calculated a different way as follows. So, if, like I said, you are not 62 or eligible for an immediate annuity, then your pension is actually going to be calculated three different times, okay? Once for the first 12 months of your disability. And during that 12 months of disability, you're going to get paid 60% of your high three. Whatever your high three salary is, you're going to get, going to get paid 60% of that minus anything you get from Social Security, okay? Now, after your 12 months, of your first 12 months of disability retirement, you're gonna, your benefits from your pension is gonna decrease to 40% of your pen, or of your high three, minus 60% of your social security. It's a little complicated, but if you're in this situation, do a little more research, and then it'll all become kind of clear. Now, the third time it is calculated is at age 62. Let's say you're disabled at age 50, and your first 12 months, like I said, it would be 60% of your high three. Your next, whatever, like 12 years or 11 years, I guess, to age 62, you would get 40% of your high three minus 60% of your social security. At 62, your calculation would be calculated again. And it would be calculated based on if you would have had kept working up till age 62, right? So if at 50, if you would have added another 12 years to your credible service, what would your FERS calculation, your pension calculation look like at that point? And that's how much you'll start getting at age 62. So it gets a little hairy, but it can be interesting to know what would be coming your way if something was to happen. Because it is important to know that things happen in life. Sometimes it doesn't always happen exactly how we plan. That's why we get things like life insurance and long-term care insurance and car insurance and things like this, disability insurance or disability retirement, whatever. It's a system to provide for you if something was to happen. And knowing kind of how it works and what benefits you might get can give you just a little edge when planning your life just so you know what can happen, right? Just to have that edge over people that maybe don't think about it, right? The people that actually think about the future and think about all the possibilities are the, well, those that tend to be the most prepared for whatever happens because they know and they're 
like I'm a very optimistic person. I'm a very optimistic person, but I know that I need to plan for all the scenarios, right? That's why I do have life insurance. I have other insurances in place so that if something was to happen, things are taken care of, right? I'm an optimist, but that doesn't say that I don't prepare for things that um, might happen. And now with disability retirement, there's not anything you have to do necessarily to be eligible other than working 18 months and doing all the things I said to be eligible, like getting your documentation, working with your agency, all those things. But I think this can be a good reminder, not just about disability, but just about life in general. What are we doing now to prepare for the future? What are we doing now to make sure that the people we care about are taken care of no matter what? I think this topic reminds me of that the most. How can I prepare now for things that might happen so that if they do happen, no big deal. I'm prepared, my family's prepared, so we don't have to worry about it. So, I hope this is helpful. I hope all the content that I produce that gets to you is helpful. My courses, my articles, my videos, all these things help you build an incredible retirement and just a life in general. That is my goal, to help federal employees get the most out of their benefits and out of life. So I hope this video gives you one step, one little thing closer to that goal. Like I say every time, I will see you next week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you wanna hear about, what you wanna learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.